Welcome to our podcast, The Third Option. In a binary world that's caught up in right versus wrong, left versus right, and good versus evil, we see the love of God as a third option. I'm Rick Manis. And I'm Judy Manis. Join us here every week for conversations about the magnificent love of God that we believe can and will change this world. Enjoy! Okay, we've been talking about unmasking fear of the world, the flesh, and the devil. And the last two episodes we spent talking about the fear that's induced by the world. And today we want to talk about the fear that's induced by the flesh. Hmm. There is something about the flesh that causes you to want to protect you. It brings about a fear. Um, and so... Uh, the way we want to uh, frame this one is that it's the it's the type of fear that comes from our own uh, our own carnality, really, and our own sense of being alone and sense of of not being fully protected um, by God, and it puts us um, it, it puts us in a like a uh, defensive in a defensive stance. You're right, yeah. and and it's the kind that makes us very sensitive to offenses. It it it'll even make us. You can even uh, uh, bring about aggression uh, sometimes if we feel like we're being um, being under attack, not necessarily physically, right. um, but but emotionally mm -hmm. some way, or uh, or disrespected, or somehow um, made to 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 look inferior, or something mm -hmm. like that. And so there there are these things that we don't want, and and it comes because because humans um, what they um, they find the cure in God, but what they humans have this thing of where they they, they want to be validated. They, they're they're looking for self validation, and they go about trying to establish that. Uh, if they if they're not getting it from God, then they all, the only other place they can get it is is from their self and from their own efforts and from their own their own ways of doing that. Um, self validation, um, self protection, self aggrandizement in many situations, uh, self self everything mm -hmm. and so that's the the fear that's induced um by the flesh and it's mostly manifest in our personal relationships mm -hmm. this is why people have feuds and fights and and uh you know we uh, have to cut each other off and and uh you know there's just there's a fear of being being around certain so, certain people a lot of um the fears, these personal fears that come from, you know, fearing that you're going to be taken advantage of or fear that you're going to be disrespected, they come from typically from wounds that you've received in this world, like just growing up in this world. You've been, um, you know, you've been hit by the the missiles of, of the world, you know, and, and you've been, you've inevitably been hurt in some way and so you'll 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 try to avoid repeating painful experiences by developing a protection around you and you're right only god is the cure of that but a, a lot of times you know you, you talk about the god-shaped hole that everyone has and they're trying to fill it with you know, uh, if I make enough money, 
I'm going to be respected. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to earn people's respect by, you know, the things that I have or, or the, the number, uh, that I make, uh, in my yearly income. But, but it's something that ultimately can only truly be filled by love, by God's mm -hmm. God himself. Right. That's not human love. That's the extraordinary, um, you know, uh, the love of God, which is pure and un untainted in any way. It's unconditional. Because we were made to be loved by God. That was a thing of this whole, our whole purpose for being is to be in a union with God where he is, he's the supply of all that's needed for us. And when we have, when we're aware of that connection, we enjoy the beauty of that. Mm -hmm. And that's why there's rest for your souls. And there's, there's a sense of fullness and wholeness, mm -hmm. uh, that you have. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. Uh, we want everybody to have that. We want everybody to have that awareness. If there's a, a disconnect in that, and somehow then we, then we, then we have a sense that it's all on us and we have to defend us and protect us. And, mm -hmm. and the weight of this whole thing is on our shoulders. And like you said, uh, if it's, if you've been, been, um, hurt, abused or overrun in some way, I have seen this in people that I've uh, counseled over time where, where, uh, sometimes they can, they can rise up and say, well, that will never happen to me again. And, and so they'll take on personality things that maybe become very overbearing or, you know, a lot of times, see what the society calls a strong personality. A lot of time is that scared personality that's doing things mm -hmm. to protect themselves yeah. and say, you will never disrespect me. Mm -hmm. You will never run over me. You will never take advantage mm -hmm. of me. And so, and those are things that God doesn't want for us also, right. <laughs> but when we when we don't feel the, the, a good connection with God, then we do it our own way, mm -hmm. the best ways that we can come up with, yeah. and those ways are not perfect ways. They're not God's They're ways. They're not healthy. <laughs> They're not healthy ways. But I think to just emphasize the fact that God and the love of God is what heals those wounds. There is healing for those yes. where you can drop your protective weapons. And know that you're going to be okay. I, I know this is easy for me to say, by the way, and it's not like something that you can immediately access always, but that there is a, a pathway where God heals and, and teaches you new ways of um, interacting without having to bring up those protective devices. <laughs> God is so good in his healing that he's very patient and and you know a lot of times people they want the, they want uh, a quick fix a quick and like oh overarching like now All i'm a strong now i'm a strong person like i've been a weak person my whole life and now god's gonna yeah. do this and i don't have those issues <laughs> yeah. anymore the, the the thing about it though, though is with god see it's relational and so there's a teaching that goes on from the inside of us, that loving place inside of it. There's a leading that goes on. We're learning his ways. Mm -hmm. You know, I've shared about, you know, my story of that, you know, there's a time I locked myself in a home, in a hotel room, you know, and like, God, you know, deal with these things and, you know, fix it, fix me. I, I want it. You want it. I'm sure. Come on, fix me. And, uh, and, 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 and I was frustrated because, uh, I knew there were things about me that were un, that were selfish and unchristlike, and you know, and they were repeated things going on, and and 
and uh, the Lord was so good. It just it was just like he 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 spoke to me in my heart and 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 said you know that he could do that. Mm -hmm. He said, but he's weaving his ways in me. See, that's relational, and and right. and, and and let me take the time, mm -hmm. you know, and and that did a couple of things. Number one, it let me know that. He was willing to be patient. Even if I wasn't, he was willing to be patient. So that took some pressure off of me. Because I thought I thought God was the one that was demanding it now. Yeah, and, and I were, just couldn't give it to you him. You were now. letting him down by yeah. not doing it fast enough or, or consistently enough. Right. Yeah. Right. I had a similar experience when I had that deep depression that I just wanted out of that depression so bad and I, you know did all the religious rigmarole to try to make that happen. But what happened was God said, um, you know, sit, sit down. I'm going to sit with you. Mm. And, and to me, that wasn't the, the, the fix that I wanted, but it was all I had. But you're right. It was relational, mm. him ministering to me and me in a place to receive it because I wasn't all busy with all this activity, right. religious activity that I'd been doing. I almost did the religious activity to get out of the bad feelings. That, that there again, that's the fear of the flesh. Yeah. So in sitting down, you know, there's this sense of real vulnerability. Like if I sit down here, like, am I just going to become mm. this, you know, um, you know, nothing of a person. Like I, I will just sit in my apartment by myself and watch TV Do all nothing, day and not night. achieve anything. And that was horrifying, but it was, and it felt so vulnerable to say, okay, I'm going to sit with you. And like he, over time, and I'm going to say like, not as a, a formula thing to say, but like it was over two years before I had the experience of life welling up out yeah. of me and, and that song coming to, to me. But it was a relational healing that some healing had already happened in my past, but this was a deeper, um, more, um, a pervasive healing that was happening at that time where I can look back and, and say definitively this is where the goodness of God manifested out of me. Now, do I still have healing and growth to go? Absolutely. <laughs> but I'm, it's, not, um, it's not devastating to me. It's not this horrifying thing. It's more of a gentle, well, he'll take me to the next healing that I need in his time. I'm just... Humble and open to it. That's is, beautiful, is and it's and, and and what you just brought out is that it's relational, mm -hmm. and and every one of us we are we're all we're all being healed of things. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been healed of a lot of things, but there's, uh, you know, we're 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 coming to more and more fullness in our expression. But what we have, like you said, even though you knew that that it was taking time. Because you're drawing, because you're aware of that relationship, there is still a sense of being in the right place with him or being whole with him. And, and, uh, there are expressions and manifestations that begin that change eventually, but you can have that sense of being, being at the right, being in the right place with him, uh, and him accepting you like you are and 
loving you from the inside and working inside you. And you don't have to be perfect then. You don't have to have everything fixed right now because you've got the one who's loving you right now. And, and while you're aware that there are healings happening, it's not like the whole idea is just to fix you. <laughs> it's that, it's that right, he's loving you. Right. Uh, what you enjoyed when he's, when the Lord said, well, I'll just sit with you was that he was loving you even while you were broken, mm -hmm. that he was loving you in that place and you could be loved in that place and he could be with you and he could enjoy being with you mm -hmm. uh, in that place and there's a sense of, of of wholeness even though there's still a lot of things that need to be um, uh, need to be healed. I think that's what was so important about the words sit down Judy because sit, sitting down took me out of the, the hamster wheel of self-improvement, self-help, mm -hmm. like we've got to fix me, we've got to fix me, we've got to fix me. And I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who would have loved to give me advice on how to fix me. But I've, I've had an, I'd had enough of that in my life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it was like, sit down, drop, drop your, uh, you know, cycle drop your your intense mm -hmm. desire to be fixed and because, be someone other than you are yeah. and see what you're describing is the, the the very the big difference between those two ways of operation one was by the spirit and one was by the flesh, flesh. both one there was one the spirit had a way of fulfilling your heart and getting you what you needed but the other way was what you had come up with mm -hmm. to try to fulfill and get mm -hmm. what you need. And so, you know, with some people it's in achievement. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it might be business success or whatever. And, and there's nothing wrong with achievement and business success, no. but we can be more motivated in the, in, in, in the wrong way out of that fear of not being good, not measuring up, not having respect, not, you know, from that fear of lack is we find that it never satisfies that the wheel just has to keep going There's faster no and faster. There's no end to it. No There's end. There's no end. And what and the difference is is that with the love of God, it satisfies. Mm -hmm. And it, and it satisfies even if it, it doesn't matter how great or how little you achieve. There's a there's a satisfaction mm -hmm. um, in it. And uh, without that, then people, you know, we try we try all these other things, yeah. you know, like this. Some could do success. Some might go, but some it's shopping or it's it's appearance. You know, if I can just get my appearance to this certain thing, you know, mm -hmm. um, our weight is a is a very you know big big issue for and, many of us. And, yeah, and we're not just talking health; we're talking appearance. You know, right. because because people are 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 looking to to be good. Yeah, <laughs> they're wanting to be good. Yeah, <laughs> and. And we find a goodness in God um, and that satisfies. And there's nothing wrong with looking good. There's nothing wrong with being healthy. There's nothing wrong with having achievements. There's nothing wrong in themselves of all those things. But what we've been talking about all this time is that there are, there are motivations mm -hmm. of those things that one of them never satisfies. Mm -hmm. And it just keeps on, keeps on perpetuating more of the thing that caused uh, uh, the pain. And in the spirit, that, that perfect, beautiful place within us, it ministers to us goodness and love. And this mm -hmm. is what we want everybody that we know to, to, to access be aware of. That, yeah, be aware of it and access that place within yeah. us. It's so beautiful. You know, something that we were talking about earlier reminded me of, you know, back when I was, you know, 20, 30 years ago, 
I wanted to be a different person. Like I wanted God to really change everything about me. But when I got into that relational mode with him, like we were talking about, you talked about him saying, I'm weaving my ways in you, which is more of a, of a slow getting to know someone and interacting with someone. What's interesting about it when I think of it is he didn't really change the the things in me that I wanted changed, but he made it okay. Yeah. So like, you know, I remember <laughs> telling my a friend of mine, like, I just don't want to be weird. Like I always felt weird and different from people. And I'm like, I just don't want to be weird. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is God allows those weirdnesses to continue, but you're, you're good with it. Like you kind of like it. Mm-hmm. You kind of are like, Oh, okay. This is okay that I'm like this. And I think that's like a significant shift, um, in my, in my life anyway, but like, just to know that your flesh, um, I don't know. Let me just ask you, is it that your flesh is so bad or is it just what you do with your flesh or what you, you think with your flesh? Cause I feel like a lot of religion, it's like, flesh is a bad thing. So sex is bad, you know, um, different, anything that has to do with the body is like bad, but I don't necessarily think that's I think when we're spiritually speaking, sometimes we confuse the body with, with, with spiritual, uh, the spiritual terminology referring to the flesh, which is, which is just carnality or self. Um, um, but all, all things pertaining to the body are not, but even, um, the things that are foibles and things like that, what we find out is that um, we're comfortable in our skin mm. with, with, with whatever that is. Not, not that, you know, if I'm, if, if I'm a thief that I become comfortable with stealing this, you know, we're not talking about the extremes, right. but, but we become comfortable with who we are, with our things that we once thought were weird. We realize, oh, <laughs> God didn't hate this. <laughs> it's a uniqueness that and I've been it's given. It's a uniqueness, and we yeah. become confident because we get we get influenced, and we get afraid that we're not like other people's. Therefore, we don't measure up. Therefore, we can, we're not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they must be thinking this of me. And see, all those fears are going mm-hmm. on in the flesh, in that carnality right. of us. Um, and and there is, we find out uh, by the Spirit that there is something beautiful. Mm-hmm. in our uniqueness and we and we start to see others that way mm-hmm. and so we become less judging and condemning of ourselves and we do that towards other people also see how the beauty of that yeah. that work it's just it is a perfect love yeah. that casts out that fear and it works in our love toward ourselves toward who we are and our love toward uh, mm-hmm. other people too it's just it's it's perfect and it's and 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 it's beautiful and it makes us not it makes us not weird about hating our flesh because we're in a body and we're in, we're, we, and, 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 and this, this flesh, if you will, or this physical experience that we're having is a physical experience and there are weaknesses of it. And so it's not that we necessarily despise it because see when we're a carnal way of dealing with this in a religious way is that we all, we all, we once thought that we 
weakness was something for us to get rid of. Yeah, you and, wanted perfection. And that's what I was praying to God all the time, take away this weakness. Paul was doing the same thing. Take away this infirmity or this weakness is what that word is. And and he's and he kept praying, you know, to do it, do it, do it. And and God said, My grace is sufficient. And and many times we, we think that weakness is something for us to get get rid of. Weakness is a part of our experience. Mm. Strong even in, in the spirit, mm-hmm. but weak in the flesh. I mean, this flesh can do some very weak things. Goofy, you know? yeah. Yeah, and, and, and we call them imperfections. Mm-hmm. It's just human weakness. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that's despised by God. In fact, the Bible indicates that he's attracted to it. He's touched by it. He knows all about it. He knows our frame, that we are a bit dust. And the whole point was that we're in this place or this experience of weakness, but we're united with him. We're in, we're in oneness with him. And therefore, he's, a, he's, he's the supply for us, and his grace is sufficient. So in our weakness, we still live in the strength of God. And we don't have to despise our weakness anymore because even in those weaknesses, we're still whole, complete, and we're strong in God. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're comfortable in our skin as 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 flawed as it might look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're only flawed by human definition, not by God's. Well, I'm, I'm even thinking of the body because... Um, you know, most magazines or media shows, like I'm talking mm. about women's bodies, a certain way. Mm. And so if you're born with like yeah. heavier thighs yeah. than these, you know, thin models, then you think you're insufficient or imperfect mm-hmm. and you're driven to like somehow try to That's change That's another part that. of that worldly influence that, that drives fear. Like, uh-huh. oh, I don't look like this. Therefore, I'm less than. Right. Therefore, I'm inferior. And then it leads to like plastic surgery and like doing very extreme things. Mm-hmm. And you think about it, the body just goes back into the ground mm-hmm. and disintegrates. But for you to feel good, you have to. And I'm yeah. not saying don't try to look good, but no. you know. But, but, but we, but, and see, there's a way that when we're motivated by the Spirit, there's, there's a sense of wholeness that allows us to carry ourselves in a beautiful way and to take care of ourselves in a healthy way too, mm-hmm. uh, in, in a good way. But we're not driven by, uh, there's a weirdness that we see so much, so much. We're not driven by that, that, that fear uh, that says, I, 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 uh, I don't measure up. Or sometimes people are wanting to be skinny because they're, they're trying to not die. They think, they think if they carry a few extra pounds that they're going to they're going to die, and they're going to live longer if they get if they get real skinny. And they don't mm-hmm. do, and, and that's not necessarily true at all no. either. Skinny doesn't equal healthy. No, yeah, no. I know. No, yeah. but but see, but why do, why does it get extreme sometimes? Is because of fear. And, and you're seeing these images, mm-hmm. and a lot of times they're driving yeah. fear. And so so it's it's not, and there's not a it's not a sin to be skinny or, or fat or to look beautiful, and uh, you know by our standards. Uh, at, at all, we just don't want anybody to be motivated by a fear that never satisfies, mm-hmm. that continually drives you in mm-hmm. a way that, 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 that where it carries that anguish and that stress and, mm-hmm. and, and so on. And where the only thing that causes you or you think that will cause you to feel like you measure up is that you look a certain way because mm-hmm. um, there's, a, there's a place within you, the real you that fulfills you and satisfies you that's good and it gives peace and rest for your soul and that's 
what we really, really want. Mm-hmm. It comes from that, and it's and it's and it's fulfilling, and it's healthy, uh, and it's real, and it's and it's lasting. It's, it's lasting. It won't change according to how much you weigh. There's people that like, look, I've gotten down to this certain weight, and they're like, and they're like, I'm, I'm so happy now, and and see, that's an external happiness. It's, mm-hmm. it's a happiness that comes from that place, and then they get on the scales one day, and they're a few pounds heavier than that. Now, how do they feel? Mm-hmm. Do they still feel that happy as they did? This? No, because they're because it's determined by external factors. Right. But there's a place of the spirit that's that that's called eternal life or perpetual life. It means undiminished life that. Nothing from the outside changes it. It doesn't shake it. It doesn't make it afraid. Mm. It doesn't make it any less than. It's consistently full. That's good. And that's good. that's a good thing, right? That's right. a beautiful thing. So right. there again, it all comes down to that, doesn't it? Motive, being motivated and, and um, in touch with mm-hmm. our spirit within us. That's the real, the real us. The kingdom of God is within, within you. you. Because yeah. they, they asked Jesus, when are you going to establish this kingdom? And he's like, it doesn't come that way. It's, it comes from within. Yeah. And that within helps kind of navigate yeah. you through these, you know, flesh influences. Yeah. It's a beautiful place that's within us. Yeah. All right, guys, that concludes another episode of The Third Option. We've been talking about fear that's induced by the flesh. In our next episode, we'll be talking about fear that's induced by the devil. We're talking about dun, the dun, world, dun. the flesh, and the devil. I always <laughs> want to say, dun, 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 dun the, devil. the devil. We'll have a good time with that. So uh, in the meantime, hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you've enjoyed our podcast today, please subscribe and consider leaving us a review. And if these conversations have encouraged you, head on over to our website at rickmanis.com. There's all kinds of resources there, so check it out. Have a great day.